Welcome to the 143rd episode of the Crack Die Podcast. Suck it, vampires. <laughs> uh. You okay, Sean? No, I'm not. <laughs> I'm dying. No, it's it's just frustrating when you plan and you look and you do all this work and the creature you have gets murked. It's just sad. I never get to keep any of my characters. Uh, well, let's cut down on the banter. We had a lot last episode, so let's just jump into the game here. Last episode, you guys finished your fight with the two guards that you knocked out and one vampire, which you murdered in cold blood. Do they have? Anyway, it doesn't matter. You murdered a vampire and they blew away like dust in the wind. All they are is dust in the wind. And we have our title. Yeah. Yeah. Did they leave any loot behind? I assume so. Funny you ask that. Yeah. Well, we're going to jump into exploration. So let me go down the list here. Christine, what is Soraya doing in the next 10 minutes? Sifting through the ashes. Gotcha. Haya? Snorting the, I mean, Brianna values human life more than this foul creature. So she will sheath her weapon and start moving towards the guardsmen to make sure they are okay. Okay. Heidi, what is Ooh doing? Ooh is watching her love do stuff. Is that <laughs> Soraya or Brianna? Oh, or someone else entirely. Yeah. No comment. She'll just sit there, put her hands on her knees and start googling. Okay. <laughs> just, just head on a swivel. <laughs> Matt, what is Twin Talon doing? Well, Tesani is going to go with Brianna, of course. Yes, of course. My bestie. See what's up with these people. Hello, Maxford. And yeah, Twin Talon will help search this lady. Actually, no, I'm sorry. I trust Soraya's perfectly capable of doing this, especially with Ooh here. I mean, between the two of them, like, I can't imagine what they'd need me for. So Twin Talon's actually going to go back where he first saw her and see if he can, like, standing up there, if he can get an idea of, like, maybe what she was doing or, like, is there anything there that's indicative of anything, anything that gives us some clues. All right. I like that. I like that. Okay. And Rob, what is Knife Sword doing in the next 10 minutes? Well, he tied up the second guard. He's making sure that they're in a position that no one's going to drown in their own puke. <laughs> and uh, yeah, just kind of wait around for them to wake up. All right. Sounds good. So we'll start with Ooh and Soraya. As you sift through these ashes, you recognize the rune at this point. A plus one striking longsword, a short bow, plus one leather armor, and 20 arrows. Anything special about the arrows? They're pointy. Okay. Would have expected something more interesting, but... She's dead. I don't know how much more interesting you want. <laughs> just, I, just the kinds of creature that she is. Usually there's something else going on. Maybe, you know, something about who she was or who she's serving. I don't think she was the one in charge. The runes are always worth it. You can sell them if nothing else. I do love gold. <laughs> <laughs> Matt, can you give me a perception check, please? While you're looking around up there, just so we can see what you see. And while you're rolling that for me, let's jump over to... Knife Sword and Brianna. Brianna will go over to Knife Sword and Fran be like, "What? Well, where do you find them? You don't think they have control over their faculties still? Well, just to make sure. We don't want them to, uh, you know, attack us again, murder themselves. Hmm. But they might have information too. That is fair. Brianna will kneel down to the one that Knife Sword finished tying up and check his pulse, make sure he's still alive and see how he's doing. He is definitely still alive, but he is broken nose, definitely not feeling great. Here, let me set that for you and maybe you can tell me what happened. So she'll spend the next 10 minutes resetting his nose and medicining you. Okay, waking him up. Yeah. Okay. And Knife Sword, what are you doing after you finish tying up the other guy? I'm going to go through their pockets and see if there's any clues. Okay. Okay. Like orders or something. Gotcha. Okay. So you don't find any orders, but as you're sifting through the pockets, you see that they have a minor healing potion in their pocket. Oh, I'll take it out and give it to one of them or try and feed it to him. Okay. All right. And he wakes up very much restrained, but he is now awake with eight hit points. Brianna, you managed to wake them up with your medicine check. You succeed, so you can give them 2d8 healing, if you'd like. Is that what it is? Oh, no, 20 is 2d8 plus 10. They get 17 points of healing back. 
Okay. And they managed to retch out all of the badness in their system as they wake up. Twin Talent. So as you look around in the area, you notice that the barracks and everything um, are to the north of you. But the way they were headed to the south, it looked like they were heading towards the gray the gray like kissed by a rose on the gray yeah i'm gonna move you all to the carvosa map and you should all be able to see it now as it becomes daylight the gray is in the south here oh were we like way the hell north right we're in the narrows which is north yes so you guys were coming down you had just had your meeting over on east shore with the gnome, the way to get back was through High Bridge. As you were coming across High Bridge, I kind of gave you the wrong area initially. So we were down near High Bridge coming north along toward Westock. Yeah. And that's when you got jumped kind of right in this middle section here by High Bridge. Okay. Just west of the... And that like intersection. The intersection west of the market. Yep. And as you were jumped, you saw that that path and the stairs leading down would lead closer to the Grey's area. And you know that the Grey area is where the Temple of Phrasma is, as well as the Great Tomb of Leadership and the Dead Warrens. Well, we were just attacked by a vampire. The Priestess of Phrasma was just, I don't want to say killed, but she definitely died suddenly and unexpectedly. So now I remember what we were supposed to be doing. I wanted to go up north to the place that the contract was and see how easy it was to break into. Right. But maybe we should turn our attention to the south, to the gray. See what's uh, shaken because it's evening, right? We waited till evening to try to break in. Yes, yes, it was it was night. As you're looking over and figuring out all that stuff, the guards come to and they're just kind of laying there. Do they still seem like they're under something? Yes. Shit. Their eyes, they're not focused at all. They're just kind of looking into the another realm, but there's like nothing there. Brianna will look at a knife sword and be like, do you know what's wrong with them? There's clearly something afoot, but I I don't know if I can necessarily tell or, or how to snap them out of it. Well, I'm not a healer. I mean, like, I don't, I don't, I'm not like a brain healer, you know. I could try telepathy. Maybe I can figure out what's going on. Or, ooh, I got an idea. I will cast Read Aura on them to see if they're still being controlled. Okay, let's look at Read Aura real quick. Because you would think if the person that was dominating them or controlling them, whatever spell, they died, they might have the spell broken, but who knows? So you can tell that they are being dominated, and it is a magical domination, and it is from the school of... Enchantment? Yes, School of Enchantment. So you could counterspell it if you wanted to. If I knew counterspell. Yes. Well, I think it's an ability you should have. Oh? Counterspell is actually a feat. It's a class feat, right? Right. But counterspell is more of a reaction. Like, so if someone casts something, you can, like, immediately counter it. I think this is something else. This is... I mean, I understand what you're trying to say, but I don't think counterspell is the right word. Dispel. That's what I'm looking for. Oh, no, I don't have that ability. At least not listed under anything I can find. And magical healing wouldn't do anything. Dispel magic is a second level spell. Huh. These guys had to have like critically failed. Metanology, these guys had to have critically failed like a dominate spell. Because if you fail, you get a new save at the end of every turn. So the chance that they just never rolled a 20, like... How close does the person have to be for them to maintain this spell? Twin Talon doesn't know. I know. Which is... They don't have to be anywhere. Dominate specifically is you give them a command and they just like do it until you tell them to do something else. So if you were like, eat your dinner, they would eat it. And if you didn't tell them to stop doing that, they would just continue to eat and eat and eat until they die. Although that, if it was going to kill them, that might give them a save. But So when I made the suggestion spell on it, was I talking to the guard or was I talking to the person controlling the guard? The guard. The person isn't like constantly telling the guard what to do. They just basically cast it one time. At any time, they can just be like, okay, do a different thing. But until they tell it to do something different, the guard's going to do whatever was the last order that was given to them. Ah, okay. So I couldn't be like, stop dominating this guy. He's a liability. <laughs> no, <laughs> no. They're still under someone's control. I just can't figure out who. Well, I'm not certain I can remove whatever is ailing them. So perhaps taking them to a temple or... The local commissary to show them what is happening would 
be beneficial. I'm I'm not certain what else to do other than heal them. What if we got them really drunk? <laughs> we would still have to ask them to drink. I don't know how to answer that. <laughs> oh, I mean, there's ways to get people drunk. So, Sean, can we make like an arcane check or something or a cult, actually, to know like more information about Dominate? Yeah, absolutely. So if you have arcane or occult knowledge, you have to be trained in it for this one. Roll uh, 27 is enough to know about Dominate. Oh, and Twin Talon also knows about it. All right, so Dominate is a spell. This version has divine enchantment, incapacitation, mental and visual components to it. You take command of the target, forcing it to obey your orders. If you issue an obviously self-destructive order, the target doesn't act until you issue a new order. The spell effect depends on its will save. The duration is until the next time you make your daily preparations, unless it is heightened, which means it would be a 10th level spell and the duration would be unlimited. Yeah, so either this will go away within 24 hours, because if it's a vampire that did it, maybe they do their prep at night. So maybe they just started it. Either go away within 24 hours or we should run because whatever it is can cast 10th level magic, which is like 19th level character or something. Either way, we cannot leave them here. No, but I think if we can take them to a jail, just have them locked up for an extended period of time. Although they are guards. Yeah, I was going to say, are we sure that the other guards aren't dominated? We're not. Well, I guess to the stable company then. Sure, we can take the stable company. The Sable Company is all the way to the northwest of the city, though. We are not that far from the palace. We could take them there. Or the, the big ziggurat in the middle that they, that's like Castle Corvosa. Yeah, that is the palace. Or we could take them to Volschnek. That's to the northeast, much closer, actually. That would still be the guards. Good point. I totally forgot 30 seconds ago we said that. Yes, <laughs> so probably to the castle. And then we should probably go to the guards to make sure that aren't all a bunch of assholes. We may want to go in disguise because if these guys, maybe they know to attack us on site. I mean, if the same guy's dominating, is it like a two-way street, you know? They're just given a command, is it? No, no, I know. But I mean, could they have other abilities? You know what I mean? If you're going to dominate somebody, wouldn't you want to be able to check in on them every once in a while? Sure. But I think the effort of being able to look through everyone's eyes like all the time is going to be monumental. I'm just saying we should assume that we've been made and take precautions. That's all I'm saying. Well, we could go to the guard barracks and just kind of look at people because these guys were pretty obvious when we interacted with them or as we saw them, like their eyes were all weird. So we could just kind of go in stealthily, look at people, be like, are these guys all googly eyed? And if they are, then we know that the guards are compromised and we should be careful. We can't just beat up the whole guard shack or we probably shouldn't. Challenge accepted. No, okay, yeah, it's fine. <laughs> yeah, but I mean, that just seems like a lot of work. But we could go try to take out the person who did this. Yeah. Which the gray would be good. So, yeah, let's let's head to the Citadel. We'll drop these two guys off. Ask Queen Croft to lock them up for at least 24 hours. Now, you do know that you've spoken to other guards today, like through the course of the day, and they were fine. Right, right. But domination lasts until you prepare your spells next. So if this is a vampire who did it, they might have not done this until nightfall, which means these people could have been totally normal all day. You're right. You're right. Also, just so you guys know, it is like eight o'clock at night for the day. Okay. Well, let's hurry up then. All right. So you're going to the Castle Curvosa, right? Yes. Yes. All right. So you head down the streets heading towards Castle Curvosa. And about a block away, you all start to see red mist start coiling from the ground. And you see that it forms into this. Iliosa? Aha. That's a... Okay. Hey, girl. Okay, if anybody thinks that's Iliosa. I mean, she's got like a crown thing going on. Yeah, but that's so... So for those of you who aren't us, uh, this is <laughs> like... the Her bottom half is mist. You can kind of see her hips, and then it gets up more up into like a body up above. But she looks like she's just like dripping with blood or ooze, maybe. She's got a crown on. Her hair is snaking outward and also looks like it might be smoking. And she's got some talons. I mean, honestly, if it's well known that she made a deal with, like, devils or demons for longevity, I would not be surprised if people saw this and immediately thought, oh, shit, she's back. Something happened with the deal. Sure. I guess if this appeared anywhere but Corvosa, people would be like, it's a scary blood woman. But here. Yeah, because it's recent history. Yeah, there's more recognition. So as this mist starts to 
coalesce into a form, you start hearing a laugh that you recognize as Queen Iliosa's laugh. That would help too. And it becomes more and more substantial as bloody spectral bodies appear to pile under her feet. I need all of you to make a will save. All right, let's start at the top of this list here. Christine, what did you get? I'm going to hero point mine because it was a one. Oh, that's good. For a 17, just because it comes up when the, the pop-up comes up. Do we have the benefit of Ooze Marshall's aura? Yes. Much better. 36. Okay. Haya, what did Brianna get? I got a nat 20 for also a 36. Okay. Heidi, what did Ooh get? Ooh got 22. Okay. Would you like to hero point that? <laughs> Sounds like I need to. You don't need to. It's not a critical fail. Do we want to know what happens if I don't? <laughs> yeah, I'm guessing it's a fear effect. We'll roll again. 26. Great. Matt, what did Twin Talon get? If we have the martial aura, it would be a 31. 31. Okay. Would you like to hero point that? I'm sorry. A 31 is a failure? Oh, no, no. I'm sorry. I was looking at the wrong thing. 30. 31, you're fine. You're fine. You're fine. Rob, what did Knife Sword get? So the martial aura is plus one? Yes. So 32. Do I need to hero point that? No, you're good. I mean, I think Sean does. He wants you to just blow your hero points even though you've succeeded, but... Yeah, I do. <laughs> so it is a DC 30 will save. So DC 30, no one has the... If you roll a success, it becomes a critical success, correct? Not on will saves. Great. So for those of you who succeeded... Oof. So for everyone but ooh. You see yourselves being pulled towards this manifestation, and then you looked at the bodies piling under Iliosa, and you see your face on one of the bodies. And then you see members of your family's faces on the body as she just grows higher and higher and higher. And you all take 5d10 mental damage. And this is on a success. That's a success, yeah. It's only 18 points. It's not terrible. Ooh, however. I don't know. You see yourself under Queen Iliosa's misty blood foot as she pushes down and steps down onto your body, squeezing you. You take 10d10 mental damage. Yikes. And you are stupefied one until sunrise. She screams. So uh, that was 67 points of damage. Cool. And now I would like you all to give me an initiative roll. Okay. You may either use perception, religion, or intimidation. Oh, don't I get a plus something to intimidation now? Oh, yes. You don't take a minus two. We can't use a cult? No. How about deception? No. Thievery? Just roll it! <laughs> what is my minus two on initiative until healed? Charisma until healed, yes. Why would that be on my initiative? Oh, hearing-based things. Well, I assume this is, is not. No, this is not. If it's perception, it might be. Well, I, I just assume considering this came up and we can see it, it's not hearing-based. So remember the new rule about critical initiatives and critical failing initiatives? I do. Yeah, so this haunt, this hazard, if you will, roll the natural one. Mm -hmm. So it is going to lose an action. I like how you rolled an initiative twice, one with the D20 and one with the D320, <laughs> and both times got a natural one. <laughs> Shut up. <laughs> well, Matt, you go first. Yeah, because I got a 42 for my initiative. I almost critically succeeded. Not quite. Jeez. What the fuck is happening? Like, I see myself in this thing. There's like, who is screaming? Yep. Yep. But you physically have not moved. This mist is just forming in front of you. And this is what you're seeing as you're looking at it. OK, so we're seeing this kind of lie. We're seeing it as it's happening. Can I make some kind of check to figure out like what is going on or what can stop this? Yes, absolutely. I think that that would be a great idea. Can you please give me a recall knowledge? Architecture, architecture, architecture. You can either use religion, occult, or thievery. Well, uh, when given the chance, <laughs> I'll thievery. 
Yuck, 28. That is enough to know that this is a haunt. It has the unique tag and you can ask one question. How do we stop it? Good question. So if you are an expert at religion, you can exercise the manifestation. Or if you're trained in intimidation, you can stand your ground without showing fear. Okay. So Twin Talon will kind of steal himself and he'll say either exercise the haunt or show it your game face. And he's just kind of trying to intimidate the haunt. All right. Because I'm not an expert in religion. 20. That is a critical failure. I would like to use one of my two hero points, please. Go ahead. (laughs) I'm not great at intimidation, but... Oh, fuck. Okay, critical failure it is. All right. So you bolster the the manifestation of Queen Iliosa, and she begins to laugh again. (laughs) I need everyone to make another will save. Oh, fuck. Sorry, guys. All good. Damn it, knife sword. What? What did I do? Both both saves we rolled exactly the same thing on the die. It's just funny. <laughs> All right. Twin Talon, you got a 35, so you pass. Or 36 if we're still bolstered by the Marshal Zora. Oh, you're, yes, 36. You're correct. Sorry. Knife Sword also passes. And Brianna also passes. Which means you only take the 5d10 mental damage. Yay. At least it's not lethal. <laughs> It's only 24 points of damage. Not a big deal. Yeah. Not a big deal. You guys are fine. You need to stop complaining. It's not something I can shield against or liberate. No. However, ooh and Soraya, you both failed, which means you're taking 10 d10 damage, which is fine. So many dice. You sound too excited. That's 59 points of damage. Jeez. And you're both stupefied one until sunrise. What does stupefied do again? That is a good question. Stupefied gives you a status penalty equal to your wisdom, intelligence, and charisma based checks, DCs, including will saving throws. Spell attack rolls, spell DCs, and spell checks. If you try and cast while stupefied, you must make a flat check of a DC of five plus your stupefied value, which is one. Just to be clear, I was stupefied one before. I'm still stupefied one, but now until sunrise. You're both stupefied one until sunrise, correct. All right, it is now Brianna's turn. Uh, Would you guys believe me if I said I'm definitely not an expert in religion? It's very sad. Nor am I trained in intimidation. So I'm not sure how to help. Can we fight it? I think instinctively she would want to disrupt undead, but I don't think it's going to work. Um, you were going to say something, Sean? I'm thinking if that would work. I mean, if if it's a it's a haunt, is it construct? Like what? It's a haunt, which is a hazard. You know what? I'm going to let it work. I think that would work. I don't know if it's raw, if it's rules as written, it would work, but I'm going to let it work. Sure. Let me see. That is a fail. Excellent. That's a critical fail. Even better. It goes away. Like you managed to disrupt it so much that it's gone. Cool. So I guess thematically, because it's lame just to roll. Brianna feels herself being pulled and and sees all these horrible things and then cries out and like shoves at the the apparition's chest or what she thinks in her mind is the apparition's chest with disrupt undead and says no and (laughs) finds herself among her her friends as this thing dissipates before her and she crumples her knees panting. The two guards that you were leading with you are unconscious behind you. Oh, as they also failed their saves. Oh, no, (laughs) but it's mental damage, so it's non-lethal. So they're just unconscious. They're having a bad day. (laughs) Poor guys. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. And Dominate doesn't stop you from remembering what happened to you, I don't think, or what you did. Shaken as she is, though, I think Saray is holding Ooze's hands and trying to calm her down. Ooze definitely crying. (laughs) It's all right. It's all right. It's just, was it real? Was it real? Did you see all those bodies? You were there? Twin Talon and Brianna and Knife Sword were there? And everyone was there? And Susani was there? <sighs> Shh, it's okay, it's all right. 
right. It's all right. <laughs> shh, shh, shh. You know, like hold, holding her face, just kind of like, no, shh, it's okay. Cuties. You guys then proceed back to the castle. <laughs> oh, quick question. We were on like a, just a normal street, right? And this apparition. Are there other bystanders that need assistance? No, it is eight o'clock at night. Most people are in bed or just inside because things here have been weird and no one's really been going out at night right now. Right. But didn't also the guards who approached us said something about a curfew, even though they were quote unquote pretending. But I would understand that with everything happening, there would be a curfew. Yeah, for safety. All good. Brianna will get to her feet be like, well... Is everybody, is everybody okay? Who? Are you alright? <laughs> no, but you, but we'll send to a talent first and maybe it will be okay. <laughs> okay. Here, she'll like offer her some water or some booze. Either. <laughs> She's got both. Can I make a performance check to tell a joke to try and like break her out of it? Oh. Yes. Well, <laughs> wasn't a good joke. It's your above average dad joke. <laughs> <laughs> Hey, did you hear about the what happened down at the uh, magical boat you dock? Huh? Huh? No. There's a fight broke out. A conductor punched a ticket. <laughs> <laughs> I, I like that. <laughs> I'm okay, guys. Okay. So you make it back to the castle. Okay. And? <laughs> you see two guards standing guard at the door of the castle as you approach. Piggybacking one of the unconscious ones, I'm guessing. <laughs> or fireman carrying. I guess I'm doing the other one. <laughs> yes. Yeah, probably. <laughs> Definitely you. So one of them looks like it's just like shuffling along on its own. <laughs> but sideways. Yeah, just skitter, skitter, skitter. I thought it was 10 rounds of invisibility. I think you pop back up by now. No, if Knifesword was carrying it, because he would be like crushed by it. He would just be <laughs> oh. like crawling along. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, just like a turtle dragging it. Just like, yeah. <laughs> we have to stop every 10 paces. Yeah. <laughs> Come on. Don't be proud. Just let someone else care. Okay, fine. You're, you got it, buddy. <laughs> Good job. Good job, buddy. Do your thing. If you can do it, I can do it. <laughs> oh, yes, absolutely. All right. So when we get there, Twin Town will kind of wave the guards and be like, Tall, is that you or? Who are you? No, sir. It's Jethro. <laughs> oh. Tull's brother. Right. So as I get close, I'll try to engage them in conversation. As previously established. Yes, I remember. I'll try to just get a read on whether or not these people are also dominated or not. No, they look normal. Okay. Uh, we had a, a scuffle with these two guards. Someone did something to their mind. It should wear off within a day. So is it possible for you to put them somewhere where they're not going to hurt themselves or anyone else for 24 hours? Uh, yes, we'll put them in some cells in the basement and uh, make sure that they're taken care of. Okay, thank you. Uh, they're probably going to be unconscious for some time, but we appreciate you watching over them. Yes, yes, no problem. Anything else we can do? No, I, I think we're okay. Thank you. Radio. And they take the, the two unconscious guards and disappear into the castle with them. So we should probably heal up and then head south to Gray. Do you know, I used to be a guard. You're a little too short to be a guardsman. Oh, then I took an arrow to the knee. Uh-oh. Okay. Oh, oh. Well, we're mixing <laughs> we're mixing fandoms right now. <laughs> I didn't realize we were rescuing a princess. She's a queen. No, no. We killed a queen. I mean, <laughs> I guess that is what they've all been seeing. Do we think it's... I mean, it it worked. My spell worked. I wouldn't be surprised. So I'm I'm not sure if it's necessarily a, uh, what is called, contraption of some kind. Is she really back? I mean, if that were to just banish her instantly, that doesn't seem right either. It feels like there's more going on here than we're aware of. I mean, that seemed like that since we've gotten here, but I feel like something's going on in the gray. The priestess of Phrasma was made dead and that's where the guards were headed. If there are vampires, that's probably where they'd be in the Warrens. So I think that's as good a place to go as any. Okay, to the gray. To the gray! Okay, so you guys are going to spend some time healing up, you said, first? Yes. So we will kind of hand wave the healing. We'll just say that it takes like an hour for all of you to heal up. Now, remember, those of you who are stupefied will not... Healing doesn't fix that. Yes, you will still be stupefied unless you go to bed and wake up tomorrow. Okay. Which is possible. You can rest for the night. Is the plan to go tonight? Yeah, let's go to the graveyard at night. 
All right. I don't see what could go wrong with that. And when we get there, we should split up into groups of one. Yeah. Wait a minute. <laughs> <laughs> to cover more ground. Uh-huh. So it takes about, what did I say, an hour to heal up completely? Mm-hmm. That sounds about right. I mean, we could figure it out if we wanted to, but that sounds boring. Yeah. 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 Let's just jump an hour in time. So it is now nine o'clock at night. Is it a Saturday? It is the third of Lamashan, which is Oath Day. Thursday. <laughs> it feels like a Thursday for sure. Uh-huh. <laughs> All right. Nobody gets my joke. Okay. No, no, I was there with you. It's nine o'clock on a Saturday. Regular crowd shovels in. Thank you. What? Piano man? <laughs> I don't know if we can fake date anymore, Heidi. Heidi, <laughs> 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 come back. <laughs> oh my goodness. So to the gray, and then. And then. <laughs> and then. We're never gonna. And no, and then. We're never gonna get through this. <laughs> uh, nope. I love how in the beginning you're like, we've had too much banter. No, no, no. What are we doing now? What's happening? We just delayed it. <laughs> the middle of the episode. This is role play. Yeah, this is role play. <laughs> Guys, come on. Yeah, references. Aren't references role play? Isn't it the same? No. Yep, exactly. Any hoozle. Any hoozle. It just never ends. <laughs> <laughs> and you're going at night. Okay. I mean, why sleep when we can visit the undead? Yeah. Yeah, we can sleep when they sleep. Which is never. I was going to say you can sleep when they're dead. Yeah, that too. Actually, as you guys are still at the castle, Queen Cressida comes up to you. Fan favorite. How are y'all doing? <laughs> well, we, uh, not great. Uh, we, we experienced one of the Iliosa sightings firsthand. It was pretty brutal. Oh, that sounds terrible. Yeah, it was. Perhaps y'all should take up some rest before you head out again. Uh, well, we're, we're healed up. We should deal with them at night when they're active rather than be attacked when they're active. What have you found? We found vampires. Oh, that's terrible. Yeah, we, we found a, a vampire that attacked us. We found that the kid who reportedly did the first one disappeared. There was a break-in at the place up to the north. We haven't investigated that yet. The bridge yielded basically nothing. So when I say we found nothing, I mean, like, we've searched for stuff. We just really haven't found anything yet. So the first solid lead we have is, is the gray. Well, you know, the gray is kind of closed off right now for the funeral. Okay. But since we are under your investigation, I would assume you would be okay with us going to go look at uh, the center of where things could possibly be coming out of? Oh, absolutely. Just so you know, there's going to be acolytes there preventing people from going in unless it's daytime and then people can go in and give their condolences and see the priestess. I think it would be better to be there if no one else is there so we can properly investigate. Yeah, and the acolytes will only stop us if we try to go in through the front gate, right? That seems about right. What are you implying? I mean, when I worked for you, the whole point of it was that I didn't get caught going place to place, so... I'm just going to do more of that. It seems what I do here in Corvosa. All right. All right. That's fair. That's fair. I just wanted to check in on y'all. Mm-hmm. Well, we appreciate your concern, but uh, I think we're going to go. All right. If you need to rest, you know, you always got a place here. Thank you. And with that, she shuffles off in her night slippers. <laughs> the queen shuffles off in her night slippers. Well, the slippers have little crowns on them, so I think that's probably it. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> They're bunny rabbit slippers with crowns on them. I don't think that's weird or anything like that. I'll tell you, she's a queen. Yeah. <laughs> so as you are headed back to the gray, you come across. We're actually going to go back to my favorite map that I have. And you are all headed towards the gray. However, as you are heading there, you see a weird looking creature that I don't think any of you have ever seen before. Let me show you the picture and let me know what y'all see and if anyone has ever seen one of these before without looking at the title of the picture I'm going to share with you. What the fuck? Ah. What? That's my cousin. <laughs> yes, I have seen one of those and they're awful and I forget everything about them, but I will never forget that face. <laughs> so, OK, I'm going to try and describe this. So there's a skull, like a human skull, but the bottom half, think like extra long Cthulhu tendrils. It's got four extra eyes going up along the forehead. Then it's just a spider body, but it's got like the front two legs are extra wide pincers, almost more scorpion like. And it's all bright red. Yeah. It's like a 
spider, but with a skull Cthulhu face. And the extra weird pinchers. Pinchy arms, yeah. And it likes moonbeams and rainbows and chocolate frosted rubber duckies. <laughs> You're not wrong about one of those things. Okay. Who runs the other way? <laughs> Just grab her by the back of her shirt. Okay, so who is Shaggy? Got it. Yes. <laughs> Well, I think we all know what's going to happen. We go to the bar. <laughs> you look thirsty, friend. <laughs> so what I'm hearing is we need booby snacks. Booby <laughs> snacks. Yeah. Or just booby snacks for booby snacks. Booby snacks. Yeah, booby snacks. <laughs> <laughs> there it is. And you guys can adjust yourselves on this map as much as you'd like. Unless it's like a scarlet something. I don't remember what the fuck it's called. Just assuming. Where is it? Ah, oh, there it is. Directly in front of you. You mean to the south of the other map? Yes, south of you. Man, this alleyway is just littered with bad things, isn't it? Yeah. Okay. Let's see. Christine, what did you roll for initiative? 27. 27. Okay. Haya, what did Brianna get? Brianna got a 34. Okay. Heidi, what did you get? Ooh, got 28. And Matt? I rolled a two for a 26. Rob? So you add 10 to what Matt <laughs> rolls and you subtract 15, and that's what I got. So 21. Got it. All right. Brianna, you go first. Hello. What do I have to roll to figure out what this is? That's a good question. How about occultism? Ooh, do I has? You don't have to be trained. Remember, you can just roll it untrained now. Well, yes, but if it's just going to be a flat 20... Sure, why not? Will a 29 tell me what it is? It will not. Cool. How about 36? Do I know its deepest desires? You will on your turn after you spend an action. So Brianna thinks really hard and doesn't know what it is. You know, it's big. It is big. One might even say huge. You know what hasn't failed her yet? Just kidding. It always has. Divine Lance! (laughs) (laughs) All right. Uh, Yeah. Take it. I don't know what I rolled. Hello. Attack. There we go. 38. 38 will hit. Ha-ha! This is for you, Tabad. For 17 points of damage. Oof. Okay. And I think that would be my turn, as I thought. And then I smacked it with some divine magic. Yep. How's it looking? Did it like it? Did it gobble it up? It did not like it. Okay. However... I do need you to give me a fortitude save. Oh, no. Oof. We do get a hero point at the start of every session, right? Yes, 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 (laughs) yes. Yes, you may. You may hero point that natural one. Man, psych myself up. 25. Not much better, but meh. That is a failure. Okay, cool. Well, there you go. Oh, my goodness. Okay. Oh, no, I'm fucked, aren't I? (laughs) Suddenly, thin streams of blood start streaming from your eyes. Nope. Into the eyeless pits of the creature in front of you. Do not consent. You become drained one. Oh, you son of a bitch. Oh, my goodness. I'm trying to remember what drained does. Drained is not a good one to have. You become less healthy. You take a status penalty equal to your drained value on constitution-based checks, such as fortitude saves. You also lose a number of hit points equal to your level times the drained value, so 11. And your maximum hit points are reduced by the same amount. Also, because it might be important, losing these hit points does not count as taking damage, and it lasts until you get a full night's rest, in which case your drain value decreases by one. Okay, well, let's hope I don't increase my drain value. So for the rest of you, I'm guessing you see her be like, ha ha, my divine tuning fork worked. And then immediately after she gets her eyeballs bled out of her face. Starts screaming. Yes, as blood starts pouring out of you. Okay. That's your turn. It is now the creature's turn. Scarlet Walker. That's what it is. Creepy. Wait, so what had just occurred is it was not an action for it? No? No, it is because you ended your turn within a certain ring. Oh, fun. Yeah. So now it's going to step on forward towards you. Hello. Hello. It's me. And then... It's going to attack you with one of its face tentacle 
So interestingly enough, it doesn't seem like it healed it. It just sucked blood out of your face. Yeah, actually, it's not even going to step forward. It's just going to have one of those tentacles whap out and smack you in the face or attempt it. Did Knife Sword pass out? <laughs> no, nah, he's just standing upside down. Oh, it's just on his head. Okay. <laughs> I can look at it better this way. He said to position ourselves any way we wanted. <laughs> 40 to hit. Jeez. Yeah. Yeah. My AC is 32, so you know what to do. It's a hit. I would have crit anybody else, I think. Yep. I need you. While I'm rolling damage, can you please make a fortitude save for me, please? Sure. 32. 32 is a success. Oh, well then. You are slowed one. It's a critical success. Oh, yep, yep, yep. I see that there, Juggernaut. Critical success, you're fine. Oh, there's so many creepy things I can do. But then it's going to reach out with one of those lobster-like claws and a snap at you for a 34. That'll hit. Just to be clear, that was its second attack. You got a negative whatever for it. Yep. You are going to take 20 points of damage and... You're going to take 2d12 persistent bleed. Oh, yo, yo. Welcome to the high levels, folks. Mm-hmm. Can I say I'm not a fan of this? <laughs> yeah, this is not a gentle introduction, right? <laughs> Welcome to Cooper. <laughs> <laughs> we grew up here. For its last action. Wait, really? Yeah, it tentacled you, it clawed you. Oh, and it didn't move. That's right. It didn't move. Yeah, because I forgot that it has reach. So that gray box, because that's stupid big. You know, that's 15 feet, right? That's 10. That box is only 10. It's 10 foot reach from its body. Yeah. Oh, there we go. 15 foot. There's 15. (laughs) Thanks, Matt. I think we should all at least get a hero point for giving you an advantage. (laughs) Uh, You know what? That's fair. Everyone will get a hero point. I will do that after I tentacle Soraya in the face. Wow, its tentacles also have a 15-foot reach? Yep. Thanks, Matt. 25. 25 will miss. Nice. All right. Who got a hero point? Matt, teacher, teacher, you didn't assign us homework. Uh (laughs) There you go, Soraya. You now have two hero points as well. Brianna, you have a second hero point now. And Knife Sword, you have three. Remember, you can now use hero points to force me to re-roll. Do not forget that. Oh, yeah, but I also just have the one because I used it previously. Well, for being honest, I'll let you keep them. Aw, thanks. <laughs> this means that we're fucked <laughs> if Sean is making us keep... <laughs> These things are not a, any kind of joke, man. That's... <laughs> this is like a boss battle. Jesus. Kind of is, yeah. Ooh, it is your turn. All right. Ooh, we'll run up. Run up and strike with her adamantine battle axe. 38? Will hit. Hell yeah. 14 damage. Now, I know you raged before you ran forward, right? Oh, totally. I obviously would have done that for realsies. Oh, so I have to reroll that. Sorry. Reroll your damage, yeah. Oops, sorry. <laughs> I just made Brianna rage <laughs> What? <laughs> I mean, she's probably upset, but I don't think she's rage. It's that shared rage, you know. Actually, she can do that. When she rages, she can, as a free action, have someone nearby rage, too. Yeah. Do you want the rage, uh, Brianna? Sure. It lowers your AC. But gives you temporary hit points. Eh, save it, because my AC is already... Okay. All right, so I swing, and I hit for 18 damage. All right, you hit it. All right. Good. Some of Brianna's blood comes out of it. Fuck you, spider. Gross. Fuck you, stupid land crab. So you raged, you moved. And I swung. Now that your turn is over, can you please give me a fortitude save? And this is where I die. That's fine. 25. Is a failure. (laughs) So thin streams of blood start to pour from your eyes now. All right. No. You are drained one. Kool-Aid! Soraya, it is your turn. Oh, boy. Okay. I'm going to try occultism again, because I'm pretty good at that, and I want to know more about what the fuck this thing is. 31. 31 is not enough. Ugh, damn it. Would you like to hero point that? It was a 15 on the die, so I I don't think I want to waste a hero point on that. 
because I can't do much much better. Okay. I'm, I'm going to see how this thing reacts to fire, because most things don't like fire. Greater uh, bomb. 38 to hit him. Will hit. Okay. Uh, so 2d8 fire, 2 persistent, and 2 splash. Okay, I'll take the 2 splash. And the 8. All right, it takes 8 points of damage. And the persistent will come in at the end of its turn. I have taken 2 actions, and seeing what has happened to Ooh and Brianna, I'm, I'm going to take a step back. Hopefully, I am outside of that aura being outside of its physical reach, but we shall see. All right, is your turn over? Give me a fortitude save. Oh, how big is this aura? Well, at least 20 feet. Yep. <laughs> this is a poison effect. No, no, it is not. 34. 34 is a success. So it's a critical success. I'm a juggernaut. So blood does not stream from your face. It is now... Twin Talon's turn. Okay. <laughs> okay. 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 <laughs> Everything's okay. That's where we're all at. Remember, crying is a free action. <laughs> okay. 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 I think, man, I hate to blow my entire load like this early, but I guess, oh, who knows? It happens to some guys. <laughs> I just think you need it. Yeah. Is all. All right. So Twin Talon is going to reach down to his leg, kind of touches his right thigh, and he says, a long-legged cat with round black spots swiftly moves, chasing the zebra. And as he does, you see like this almost spectral cat form kind of come over him and then fade. And then he's going to move in to be adjacent to this critter. Ooh, you are hosted. I am. And for the listening audience, how did you become hasted? So Twin Talon touched his leg and he activated one of his runic tattoos, which gives him haste because one of the archetypes I took at one of my levels was a, I think it's runes card is what it's called, which allows you to take some spells. So the original one is like just like a cantrip, but then you can take additional feats to get higher level spells. So that's how Twin Talon can cast invisibility on himself. And that's why he just cast haste. And it costs one action to do that? Cost two actions. Okay. But then haste gives you another action to move or strike with each round. Right. It gains the quickened condition. The quickened, you gain one additional action at the start of each turn. So I don't think he gets it immediately, which is unfortunately. So he's going to take two. He's going to move in, realizing he's about to get blood sucked out of his face because he's not a juggernaut. Well, I mean, you can make a fortitude save. You could crit it. There is a 20 on the die. And Taisani is going to move 25 feet away from the creature. Okay. Just to see if she also gets whatever this is. All right. Is your turn over? Uh, it is, yeah. All right. You, and only you, need to give me a fortitude save. Okay. Good to know. 32. 32 is a success. So you are... Slowed one. That's what you told Brianna earlier. That's what I'm assuming what it is. Or no, this is something else. This is the, yeah, yeah. the blood draining thing, right? Yeah, yeah. You're fine. Okay. Only on a fail do you become drained. Okay. All right, cool. All right. Knife sword. Okay, I got a quick question. Can I cast... I think this sounds like it must be something I had to do beforehand. It says triggering spell, but it's shadow siphon, and I can attempt to cast it on a spell and it would sort of counteract it and lessen the damage by half. What is this? So Shadow Siphon is a is a reaction. Okay. Oh. So a spell or magical effect deals damage is the trigger. You can use your reaction, your one reaction a turn to cast this and it will do the thing it does. So yes, the aura is a magical effect. So starting next round though, because he didn't have a reaction until literally right now. Right. But to be fair, Drain, it specifically says, is not counted as damage, even though it does, like, lowering your hit points, but it's not damage. Mm, okay. So if it casts a spell, or if anyone casts a spell, you could use this, but it's not going to work against that specific ability. Did you want to use your first action to identify and use that roll you rolled earlier? Yes. Okay. You succeed. <laughs> oh, I was going for him to say, you fail. Yes. <laughs> you succeed. This is a Scarlet Walker. This is a lawful evil, huge aberration dream are the tags on it. Mm -hmm. Dream? Dream. That's probably where I remember it from because I ran a Strange Aeons. I bet these were in Strange Aeons. Yes. These creatures are native to the dimension of dreams. You may ask me two questions. Okay, my two questions are, 
what is it vulnerable to? And well, do we get the answer first? Oh yeah, I don't know. I was always waiting. <laughs> it is weak to electricity ten. Okay. Little electric arc action. And then second question is: Is it immune to anything? Yes, it is immune to cold. So just a little bit more information about these Scarlet Walkers. During the height of Thassalon's power, agents of Rune Lord Karzug and Rune Lord Sorshin often called Scarlet Walkers to Galarian from Lang. Although these elephant-sized monstrosities largely despise other inhabitants of Lang, some swallow their pride to work alongside the denizens of Lang or Lang ghouls in exchange for passage into the waking world. Okay. And... Can I just cast a spell and make it heightened? Or is that something I have to do beforehand? I'm sorry, I can't remember. So your signature spells automatically heighten. If you wanted to heighten a spell, you would have to do it beforehand. Okay. All right. All right. Well, for my next two actions, uh, given the information I just learned, I'm going to cast Electric Arc. Okay, so Electric Arc is a cantrip, I believe? Yes. Yeah, so it heightens to the highest level. Okay. So that's a DC 30 reflex save for you. All right. Let's see how I do. It's got a lot of legs. 41. Okay, I guess that's a critical save. So do I even roll damage at that point? <laughs> yeah, so no damage. Okay. I will tell you one of the things this creature has, and I love the name of it. It's called Eerily Flexible. Mm. Gross. <laughs> Don't like that. Okay. All right, it is now the start of the second round. But before we do that, we're going well, to... Hold, hold oh, on. Oh, oh, oh. I hate to be the teacher's bad, but I think Knife Sword's too close. Oh, he definitely is. Can I get a fortitude save knife sword? Matt. I'm sorry. The rules make me. Enjoy another hero point. Thanks. <laughs> Why are you bribing him? Stop. <laughs> He's encouraging good behavior. <laughs> 31. You're fine. Now it is the start of the next round. But before Brianna goes, we're going to let you guys think about how wonderful this Scarlet Walker is for a whole week and come back for more blood coming out of your eyes. <laughs> Bye. 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 Thank you for listening to the Cracked Die Podcast. Please visit us at crackeddiepodcast.com. Pathfinder 2nd Edition and the Age of Ashes Adventure Path are property of Paizo. Background audio was provided by Sirenscape because epic games deserve epic music. Please visit them at sirenscape.com. Additional background music was provided by Tabletop Audio. Visit them at tabletopaudio.com or on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram at Tabletop Audio. This episode was edited by Nathan. Please visit them on Twitter at at EditingNate. Finally, thank you to all our patrons for assisting us in making this. If you would like to join our Patreon, please visit us at patreon.com slash crackeddiepodcast.